The views, opinions, and findings contained in this podcast are those of the host and subject matter experts. They should not be construed as official Department of Defense positions, policies, or decisions unless designated by other official documentation. Hi, welcome to Clinical Updates in Brain Injury Science Today, or CUBIST, a podcast for healthcare providers about current research on traumatic brain injury, also known as TBI. This program is produced by the Traumatic Brain Injury Center of Excellence, or TBICOE. I'm your host today, Amanda Gano. Today I'll be speaking with Dr. Donald Marion, a neurosurgeon and subject matter expert at TBICOE. Don and I will discuss a study entitled Predictive Accuracy of the Sports Concussion Assessment Tool 3 and Vestibular Ocular Motor Screening, Individually and in Combination, a National Collegiate Athletic Association Department of Defense Concussion Assessment Research and Education Consortium Analysis by Lindsay Ferris and colleagues and published in the American Journal of Sports Medicine in February of 2021. Hi, Don. Thanks for bringing this article to our attention. So what is this study about? Hi, Amanda. Uh, good to see you. Um, I, I think this study is important because it investigated the use of the vestibular oculomotor screening tool, or VOMS, a tool that directly assesses post-concussive vestibular and ocular symptoms following a concussion. Unlike most concussion screening tools, Amanda, which are relatively passive, the VOMS is designed as an intervention to stimulate the vestibular and oculomotor systems and to identify subtle abnormalities caused by a concussion. This particular study looked at how inclusion of the VOMS with the Sport Concussion Assessment Tool third version, or the SCAT-3, may improve the clinician's ability to identify those who were concussed. The results from this large cohort study of the NCAA CARE Consortium suggest that adding the VOMS improves the diagnostic accuracy and clinical utility of the SCAT-3 battery, increasing sensitivity by 9% and specificity by 3%. This significant gain may arise because, as I mentioned before, VOMS explicitly exacerbates symptoms through eye and head movements in those who are concussed given the synergistic relationship between the vestibular, spinocerebellar, visual, and oculomotor systems. Wow, that's really interesting, Don. So I know that we've discussed this cohort in past Cubist podcasts, but can you just remind our listeners again what the CARE Consortium is? Sure. The Concussion Assessment Research and Education, or CARE, Consortium is a collaboration between the NCAA and the Department of Defense that was initiated in 2014 to study sport-related concussion. To date, it has enrolled more than 53,000 student-athletes from three military service academies and 27 NCAA colleges and universities. The overarching goal of this project is to bridge knowledge gaps by examining the natural history and neurobiological recovery of sports-related concussion. And the VOMS is the screening tool that is included in the Military Acute Concussion Evaluation 2, or MACE 2. Is that correct, Don? Uh, yes, it is, with the intention of making the MACE 2 a more sensitive screening tool as well. That's great. It seems like this paper supports that. So how exactly is the VOMS administered? Great question, Amanda. Um, there are seven VOMS symptom components that include smooth pursuit, horizontal saccades, vertical saccades, near point convergence, horizontal vestibulo-ocular reflex, or VOR, vertical VOR, 
and visual motion sensitivity. Patients report pretest baseline symptoms on an 11-point Likert scale of 0 to 10 for headache, dizziness, fogginess, and nausea. VOMS also includes a measure of near-point convergence distance in sonometers. At the conclusion of each component, patients are asked to report their symptoms again to convey if the component exacerbated symptoms of headache, dizziness, fogginess, or nausea. VOMS scores are typically deemed abnormal if there is a symptom severity score change from pretest baseline in any symptom domain as well as an increase in the linear near-point convergence of 5 centimeters or more after the sports-related concussion. Individual post-exacerbation symptom severity scores for each VOMS symptom component are summed. The total VOMS score is the sum of all symptom components, which equate to a maximum possible score of 280, that is 10-point symptom times 7 components times 4 symptom domains. Yeah, thanks, Don. That's really helpful. So how was this study done? So, Amanda, preseason and acute concussion assessments were analyzed for student-athletes enrolled in the NCAA CARE Consortium who had at least one sport-related concussion. And within that group, a subset of eight sites conducted preseason and post-injury testing with the VOMS in 388 student-athletes. 37% were female, 27 of the subjects had two acute concussions, and two had three acute concussions. I would point out that 41% or 158 of the students described at least one or more previous concussions at their baseline assessment. Variables in the analysis included the VOMS, the Balance Error Scoring System, or BESS, Standardized Assessment of Concussion, or the SAC, and the SAC-3 Symptom Evaluation Score. All participants completed preseason or baseline assessments. Testing procedures were standardized across all sites. To standardize post-injury data within care, a specific definition of concussion was used by all of the sites. Correlations between tools were analyzed and predictive accuracy was evaluated through a machine learning models generated receiver operating characteristic curve. That's a mouthful. Um, no patient had a positive CT or MRI or intracranial injury in this cohort. So, Don, in other words, not all of the universities and service academies were routinely using the VOMS. I'm hearing only eight of the 30. Uh, is that correct? That's correct, yes. That's really interesting. So what did they find? So the total VOMS scores and SCAT-3 symptom scores were significantly increased in the acute concussion timeframe, whereas the balance error scoring system lacked clinical significance. Incorporation of VOMS into the full SCAT-3 significantly boosted overall diagnostic ability by 4.4% to an area under the curve of very close to 1, 0.848, and produced a 9% improvement in test sensitivity over the existing SCAT-3 battery. Don, I know the current version of the SCAT is version 5, so why did they use the SCAT-3 in this study? That's right, Amanda. Good catch. Uh, a newer version of the SCAT, SCAT-5, was published in 2017, but the CARE Consortium intentionally chose to keep all protocols constant at the start of the study, which you will recall was 2014, uh, and continue with the SCAT-3 to ensure that 
data were consistent across the entire six years of the study. That makes sense. So um, what were the study limitations? First, there was no objective marker for concussion, like a biomarker. To get around this, the leaders of the consortium provided a specific definition to all of the sites, which was, quote, a change in brain function after a force to the head, which may be accompanied by temporary loss of consciousness, but is identified in awake individuals with measures of neurologic and cognitive dysfunction, unquote. A second limitation is that sites likely had multiple staff conducting tests. As such, differences in how tests were conducted and scored may have existed and affected the results. And this variability may induce noise in the data, but it also reflects real-world application of these tests. As I mentioned, only eight sites chose to include the bombs in their assessments, and the authors don't really explain why, and that would have been helpful to know. And finally, because they use SCAT-3, it is not clear if the VOMs will provide the same improvement sensitivity and specificity with the SCAT-5, which currently is the recommended screening tool. So what should the primary care provider take away from this study? I think the important issues here are that the SCAT and the MACE-2 are commonly used concussion screening tools and very similar in content and design. This study suggests that the addition of the VOMs significantly improved the sensitivity and specificity of the SCAT-3, so it seems likely that it also will help to improve the sensitivity and specificity of the MACE-2 for concussion screening. Primary care providers are encouraged to become familiar with and comfortable administering the VOMs together with the MACE-2 or SCAT concussion evaluation tools. Thanks, Don. So that's all the time we have for today. You can stay up to date on future episodes by subscribing to Cubist on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts, where you can also find links to the articles we discuss and other relevant resources. Cubist is produced and edited by Vinnie White and was hosted today by me, Amanda Gano. It is a product of the Traumatic Brain Injury Center of Excellence, a division of the Research and Development Directorate, J9, of the Defense Health Agency, and led by Division Chief Captain Scott Pine, Medical Corps, United States Navy. Thank you for listening to this episode.